Well, good morning. I'm glad everyone's out this morning early and nice and crisp. I think most of you know I'm Leon Sloan from Kingston, Oklahoma. I've been in the greenhouse business for 54 years. The only thing older in Kingston than I am is the dirt that's around that I walk on. Uh, I've about lived, outlived everybody there that, uh, that started out with me back then. But uh, we have 55 greenhouses that we grow food in. We, we used to grow flowers, and since the economy kind of got, don't start yet, I hope. I mean, uh, the economy kind of got a little tough, so we switched over from flowers over into growing food because I saw that people have to have food. You don't have to have flowers, but you have to have food. So uh, that's the reason we're growing more food. We grow strawberries, blackberries, blueberries, onions, lettuce, tomatoes, corn, just on and on. And it's a lot of fun. We enjoy it. Okay, I guess we're ready to start now. If you, uh, you ready? All right, we'll kick it on and I'll start off then. I'll practice. Now I'm going again. You ready? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Well, that's a way. Now we're awake. We're going we're gonna to garden today, right? Yes. Okay, well, I'm Leon Sloan from Kingston, Oklahoma. Uh, we're in the greenhouse business for 54 years. We're here this morning to show you how to grow in a container in case you don't have a big garden or in case you're getting a little older than some people are and you can't get out on the ground to Amen. dig your sweet potatoes and things like that. So, and I'll, I'll promise you, the older you get, the less you, it's harder to get to that ground. It's, 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 it's harder to get down there the older you get. But anyway, so that's what we're here for this morning. I'm going to show you how to grow in an old container, and don't get me wrong, this is not the only container you can grow in. This is a, a feed bucket that you can get at the feed store or get, get it off of the ranchers that has cattle. It's got a lick sorghum in it, it's what it's got in it, you know, with minerals in it. And so they set them out and let the cows lick them, and then they've got them all over the pastures. They want to get rid of them. You can usually get them for anywhere from nothing. nothing. Some of them will give them to you. Some of them wants a couple bucks for them. Some people wants five dollars for them on on Craigslist or something like that. I usually buy a dollar and a half, and they deliver them to me, and I'll get six, seven, eight hundred at a time. So they're out there. You can go to a chain store, Walmart, or any of the rest of them, Lowe's or anything, and buy these sorts of square containers and do the same thing. You just have to do something a little bit different than what we do. But anyway, that's the bucket. It's right there. It's empty. And the first thing we do with it, well, first we've got to find, and I set some of these around so y'all can raise that plastic up and look in these buckets. Here's one right here. You can look in if you want to see what's in there. But I have nothing but some old used containers that I have excess. I have a lot of these extra around, so I use these. You can use a piece of uh, four-inch or six-inch PVC pipe, just something to make a false floor in that container. Okay. I also have a piece of pipe here that I've cut at an angle. And why do you suppose I use that as an angle instead of flat like this down on there? That's, it'll go out because that way you pour the water in there, it sets down there and it can't hardly get out, it just has to drip out. You cut it like that and you put your water hose in there and it'll run out in that bucket and it'll fill that bucket until it comes up to this one hole. Now that's the only hole you use is one hole in that bucket. Now the height of that uh, hole is going to be determined by what you use inside of it. Okay? If we use a six-inch container for our false floor, then we want a hole up there at four inches. Have we got chalk here for this? Is this a board right here? Do we have any chalk? I don't believe we do, do we? Okay. Well, anyway, let me turn it back up here. What we want, now picture that inside of that uh, uh, bucket, those little buckets are, are sitting right here about like, there's a good spider that's meeting with us this morning. He'll be in part of it. But anyway, we have six-inch container laying on its side, so we have four inches of water and two inches of air. And the air is the secret to make this bucket work. Because if you just fill this completely bucket, completely full of soil, and plant it in it, it would drown. 
in just a few days. It takes three things to get to your roots. You need water, and you need air, and you need food. Three things that makes your plant live. So if you get too much fertilizer and too much water, it'll drown. If you get all air in there and no water, it'll die from lack of water. So you need a balance of food, water, and air. So we've got our water setting here. It's available 24-7. It'll even drink on the Sabbath if, if it wants to. Okay? And then you have two inches of air here where this air goes in this hole. And so you have a two-inch air pocket in between your soil. Your soil is going to go from here up. Okay? Now, besides that, now we need some way to get the water up to our plant. Because here's our plant up here with the roots. Okay, all I have in that bucket is two, two of these rows of, of pots right here. Beg your pardon? Beg your pardon? Lay it on the side? Well, Okay, lay it on the outside. Yeah, on the outside. It'll be like that inside. Two rows of them. Yeah, we're going. I'm gonna, all right, we're going to go back in with these two rows. Now I just use this because this is what's laying around, and I'm kind of cheap. I don't like to spend money if I don't have to. Okay, so use PVC pipe. Use it's either four inch or six inch. Uh, somebody tell me something else you got around your place you could use. Anything to make a raise raise. Uh, if you get. You could use a masonite block in there. It, the, it's going to let some water out. I mean, you know, there's water. There'd be a water space in there. You could use cans that you take uh, food out of in the, in the house. If anybody opens cans of food up, you would have to set them in there like gallon containers. Uh, anybody works at a school where they open up lots of gallon containers, metal containers, you know, you can get those. They like to get rid of them. If I got those, I would probably set them up instead of lay them down because they're going to have a, I would just set them in there just, just as full as I could get them with the bottom of the can turned up to make you a false floor. And then cut out on one side? Except for one or two of the cans, I would turn them up the other way so that they'd have an opening, one on each side. I'm probably confusing you now, but anyway... Let me change it a different way then so we're going to do it a different way. Bear with me just a moment. We'll make it another way. done the same thing now can you see that with all those buckets turned upside down except for two of them okay I only want a little amount of water to get up to that plant if I turned them all upside down and let let it go let it be down in there the plant down in there it would drown so I'm going to make me a false floor that's my false floor right there but this is going these two are going to have soil in them and that's going to be my wicks to wick this the water up to the plant. Am I making myself clear enough that you understand now? Okay. Because what I want to do is hold that soil up off of that floor of that bucket of ways. Okay. Now, if anybody, and if, if we get into it and we can't, you don't understand it, we'll go outside after this class. After one hour, we got to turn this loose and go outside. But we'll go out there and talk again. Now this is just a ground cover. That this is a commercial grade that that we have that we use at the greenhouses. You can buy a cheaper grade of this at Lowe's, Home Depot, anywhere like that. You'll get, it's ground cover. It's ground cover. It's what you put down to put rock on uh, to keep the weeds and all out. Well, we use this in our greenhouses without anything on it, and it'll last 15, 20 years just walking on it like that in your greenhouse. But it'll keep the weeds from growing. I mean, that's the way we fight weeds in the greenhouses so much, okay? But anyway, I just cut a piece of that. This, this row was four, foot wide, four feet wide. 
You can get it in three foot, but this needs to be a, in this container, I use about a three foot by four foot piece of cloth. And then I stick it in there and push it down in there. Now, I'm going to have to take a pair of scissors and put an X where those two buckets are. This, the mouth is up. I've got to cut that hole out so that soil can go in those two buckets only. And the rest of the soil will be from here up. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna make the hole as big as the mouth of that bucket. Yes, and uh, and then we're gonna put the soil in there to put in those two buckets that are open. We're gonna fill those full of soil, and then the rest of the soil will come up, and the, it will stand right here. And that's the reason I wish I had a deal I could draw it on the board. But uh, uh, the soil will be from here up. Now. Remember now, we've got two buckets that have soil going all the way to the bottom, and so that's what's going to wick that water up to the rest of this soil. It works just like a sponge. As it comes up through there, just a minute and I'll, I'll acknowledge that. It comes up through there and makes this all wet for your plant. Okay, the lady right here. So is there a hole on, do you have the hole out at the bottom also? In this bucket? In the one that you put the soil in? Or out at the bottom? Yes, yes, okay. Okay, this does have holes in them. But if you use the metal buckets from gallon, one gallon metal buckets, just, just cut you some holes in there so the water can get in there. Because the water is going to stand in all of those buckets. But the, it, it can't, the, the plant can't get to any of them except the one that's turned up like this. The ones that are turned like this, it can't go anywhere because of that cloth. Your original plan, do you have any holes this is this is uh, breathable. In other words, I can blow through it. Yeah, it's it, water goes right through it. That's what this is what this is made for. Is the water when it rains on it, the rain will go through it, but the weeds can't get back up through it. And I'll make one comment about this: if you're using this in your greenhouse to keep the weeds from growing, the leaves can't come back up through here. But if you drop some soil on top of this cloth. And weed seeds gets there in roots. The roots can go through it. So it'll grow. So you want to keep it pretty clean. Sweep it off and keep the dirt off the top. But anything underneath can't come up through it. Did you put dirt down in the bottom? Nothing's in that bucket so far. We're fixing to do that. Okay. We're fixing to do that. Did you put holes in the bottom of the blue bucket? No, there's no holes. You has to be, has to be a bucket holds water. And you put one hole right here. Somewhere between four and six inches up, it's according to what you use inside for a false floor. So what, how thick is the air space above that hole? Two inches? Two inches. Two inches, okay. Two inches. Yes. You know you're going to water. When you fill it plumb f completely full, your water's going to be this deep. This is going to be the depth you water. That's the reason you can get by for two weeks and without having to water. And what we're trying to do is make your life easier. Amen. Is the lady here that said she worked, she watered seven hours at a time or something? Is she here today? She was coming to this class. I don't know whether she made it or not. But she said, I spend seven hours a day watering. And I said, I'm going to help your life if you come to this class. Okay, we're going we're gonna to back up to that. Let's forget this one because I came to do it the other way. And uh, we'll go outside and do this one right here later, okay? All right, we're going to. Okay, this has got a little water in it, so I can't turn it over to the side. Okay, I have two. Do it like this. I'm not bothering him right here. Can you get to me? I'm moving out. Of, my cameraman's having trouble keeping up with me. Okay, now can you see the two rows of buckets in there? Yep. Remember, picture that. That can be, that can be uh, two pieces of PVC that long, just long enough to go across that bucket. Okay. You're dripping the water. Dripping water? It's going in another one, though. That's all right. It's going in another one. Okay. Now then. We'll have our camera sessions outside if we, okay. if we need to. I'm afraid we're going to run out of time in here. We'll go out by the truck, and we'll have all the fun we want to have. Because I will not run off and leave you. Every question is answered. Okay, then I put this in there to put the water in because I want to put water in here I really don't want to water on top of the bucket because train up a child when he's young and what happens okay 
I've got my little plant right here. And if I train it to get the water here on the top, if I water it all the time on top, them roots are going to stay right there on top to get their water. So I want to train that little plant to go down deep and get its water down here that's sucking up from the bottom. So I want to put my water down here and leave this top of the, of the tub dry. Not only does it train that little young plant to go down and get its water, when it's dry for the inch or inch and a half on top, you don't have weeds growing up there so bad. It's dry. You can put pine bark or something on top of it for a mulch. But anyway, that helps keep you having to fight the weeds. So, Okay. So the next thing we're going to do now, we're going to put this cloth. Excuse me just a minute. Let me get this cloth. It's, it's four feet wide and three foot long or vice versa. Anyway, it's three feet this way and four this way. Okay. I'm going to lay this in here. Now that's what's going to separate my soil from the water. I stuck it in there, okay? I know it's not pretty in there, but I'm going to cover this up with soil and so nobody will ever see it. Now, this is what we do to make the water come to the plant. On these two sides, you remember I've got two cracks right here on this side, right here like this. I fill that full of soil, cheap soil. It's expensive if you fill this bucket completely full of potting soil like I buy in this bag. This bag sells for about $11 a bag. That's expensive to put in there because one bag won't even fill it. So at my place, I have three different companies that are hauling chips to me every day, and they're dumping on my place, and this is what they dump, is these beautiful sticks and leaves and stuff like that. That was just dumped this last week. Come off of a high line somewhere, electricity line. And so this is... And if you see these guys out that's trimming trees and grinding this stuff into th blowing it into the back of the truck, mm -hmm. stop and ask them and say, hey, would you like to have a free place to dump that stuff on my place? If you've got a place out where you can dump it, get it. It's, it's valuable. It's just like gold. Okay. This is freshly dumped. This is chips and leaves and all. Okay, let's set this one down. Okay. If, let's get this one right up here and we'll show them what this looks like. This is what it looks like after six to nine months. Okay? Then, that turns to this, turns to this in six to nine months. I heap it up in, in compost rows about six to eight feet tall and about eight feet wide, and I turn it over the tractor about every two weeks. And this is what that converts to. Now, so I use this kind of soil down in the bottom in the two two cracks that I've got for wicks, okay? We're going to put it right down in there. And we'll do this outside if everybody will stay. How many of you have to go to the next class just as soon as this is over? That was the only problem. Okay, all right. Well, we're, we're going to fix this right here. We're going, to, we're going to do it so you can go to class, because that's not fair for me to ask you to stay another. another. I didn't even bring it. Y'all did. Hold on. We'll get one out here. That's just, a, that's just old rotted chips is all that is. No dirt. No dirt or nothing. Just rotted chips. Now, Okay. Yeah, sawdust is okay if you rot it. I mean, if you'll compost it, just put it in that compost pile. Now, all right, now, some of you are against using manures in your compost pile. So those people just, you know, kind of ignore this because you don't want to use comp manure, okay? Other people that don't, that's got cattle or something or wants to use it, you can mix manure in with this and compost it down and then use it that way, Okay. It, it enriches your compost, but I know there's people on, on the place now that's teaching against using manures, and that's fine. It's just there's different levels of, of way to grow that people want to do. So I'm just telling you, if you've got manure and you want to use it, you can mix this in with it. It makes it even better for, for as I know. Is there any particular kind of manure that you use that's better than... Thank you. Okay. You see, I put that in those two cracks. Now I put it in here, and I put it over there. So now I've got that about full, just about kept that can up to that right there. That's going to be my wick. There'll be a wicking over here and a wicking over here. Now we're going to fill this full of soil now, and that's what you're going to plant your plants in. So we're going to set that down there. Did I bring any? Well, we're going to put this right here in there. And I'll let you fill that up while we talk a little bit, if you will. Just, just get that, and, okay? Just, just fill that up in there just like that. 
Beg your pardon? Those two cracks go all the way down to the end of the water. That's what's going to, it goes completely to the bottom, and that's what sucks your water up. It, it wicks up through there and wicks up just like a sponge. Do they go all the way to the bottom or just to the no, top? No, all the way to the bottom. Those two wicks go all the way to the bottom. You can look and see those two cracks on the sides. Yes. Keep coming, keep coming. No, that's all right, keep coming. Just keep coming, just like that. Just go ahead and fill it, fill, fill it up out right here. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's all right. Just keep going. Just keep filling that up right up to there. No, I built that. Well, I mixed. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's good soil. Okay. Okay, the question was asked, is this the good soil now that we're putting on top? Yes. This is... Okay, if I can have your attention for just a minute now, we're going to, the, the question has been asked if this is our good soil. Now what this is, I took the composted sticks that was laid 69 months, made this soil over here that we put in the bottom. Then I take that soil and I add peat moss. You can add perlite. You can add composted pine bark. Any of those things you want to mend it with, what you want to get it is looser than what it really is. Now that's pretty compacted. If you feel of that, that's pretty heavy. When we lift that bucket, it, it, it's pretty heavy because it's, it's packed down. Now, to grow in that, you need some more air into it. And so you use perlite mixed in. Even though I'm standing here telling you about perlite, I use Starfoam because I have a company that sells me truckloads of Starfoam. It's ground into little beads. And probably if somebody growing organically would, would frown on using the star phone. Okay? That's okay. I have nothing against it. Maybe 10 years from now I'll be teaching against star phone too. I don't know. But anyway, we do mix that in and make us in a soil. When we leave out of here and go out by my trailer, I'll show you the two buckets of peppers that we're growing in that right out there. I'll show you a bucket of romaine lettuce that's been in there two weeks. I'll show you a fruit tree that's been in there one year in those self-watering containers that we put water in. Now, you can grow into that, right, just like it is right there. Now, if you're going to seed on top of it, it needs to be a little finer soil than that, so that's where I use my $11 a bag soil, is I'll put me about an inch and a half of that on top of that bucket to sow my seeds in, because if you put lettuce seed, which are real fine, in that coarse soil, and water it in, you've got to water it in a time or two to get it, you know, get it wet on top, then they get buried too deep and won't come up. So I use a finer soil on top if I'm going to sow in that. But what I usually do is I take the little, uh, there's the little Oasis foam Oasis plug. Some of you may be familiar with those that you uh, use in greenhouses that you put your seed in. It'll sprout and come up, and in about a week's time, you've got a little lettuce about that tall. You wait one more week, and you'll have lettuce about that tall. You break the little foam plug off and stick them in there, and in two weeks, you can have it look at lettuce looking like this, or looks better than this, because this has been in the truck three days <clears throat> without sunlight, and it's starting to turn a little lighter. When I loaded that two days ago, or three days ago, it looked, don't turn it over, it's full of water. Now, it looked yeah. about like that red lettuce there. That lettuce is two weeks in a plug, in two weeks growing right here. In two more weeks, that lettuce will be about this big around, ready to harvest and, and eat. I'll talk about this bucket here in a little bit, but right now I'm going to stay off of this because this was kind of slipped in on you by approval, okay? I got it proved before I brought it in. But I'm trying to help people grow food that only has an apartment and wanting to grow two or three of these little buckets like this or maybe a bucket or two like that. Then grow their lettuce or spinach, stuff like that. So, okay, now we're back to this. We're going to put some, uh, we're going to, let's say we're going to sow our seeds in there, so we're going to put us a couple of inches of that, inch and a half of that, right on top of that uh, bucket, and that will completely fix you that you can sow in there directly. And that makes it fine enough that your seeds won't drop through too far. So that has 
that has perlite, that has peat moss, and has some fine composted pine bark. Peat moss is getting expensive. You go to the chain stores and all, you're going to pay $14, $15 for a three cubic foot press bale. Freight is expensive from Canada. Pine bark is grown in East Texas. So if you're a Texan here, we have lots of ex, you know, excess pine bark. <clears throat> and there's places we can get this pine bark. You can buy pine bark at the chain stores. But yeah, that's good enough right there. Okay. But let me tell you, the pine bark you buy at the chain stores, and I'm not knocking chain stores, but they buy the cheapest thing they can get because they want to be as competitive on prices as they get, so you only get what you pay for. I buy, I'm not bragging on myself, but I'm saying I buy, I purchase composted pine bark that has the cambium layer taken off the back so that growers can use that because the cambium layer that's on the back of the bark that's what jerks your nitrogen out of your soil and makes your plant yellow. So we buy a pine bark that has that cambium layer taken off of it. And you mix that in with your soil. It gives it good aeration. It'll be there. It doesn't rot like other things, you know. I mean, it, uh, uh, some of these softer woods will rot in six to nine months. The pine bark will be there for a couple, three years, and it still just turns into soil is all it turns into. Okay, so we've got our bucket with a hole in it we've got a pipe standing up to put our water in and you can water either with a just a water hose stick it in there if you're going to have two or three buckets you can stick your water hose in there and go down through there and water them until it runs out that hole that's on that same side or if you've got the little house that I put up over at the other place a 12 by 24 I have one of those set up at my my uh, garden center I have 40 of these buckets in it. I have four rows of 10 buckets. So that's how many you can get in that little house is 40 of those buckets. Four rows, 10, 10 buckets long. Okay? I, that will feed a lot of people. I mean, it, 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 you, somebody asked me yesterday if, uh, how many people could eat out of that house, and I said a, a family can eat, can't eat all that we grow in that house if you really want to get after it and grow in there. And he says, is that two people or four people? And I said, you can take you know, four and still you can't eat all that's in there. Because now you can produce lettuce every 30 days if you'll do this right. What you do is you plant your seed in these little plugs. I'm telling you over here, make a plan, plant your seed over in this lettuce uh, in these little flats that you know you're going to use it in two weeks. Okay, this is where your math comes in. You're going to plant those plugs in here after two weeks. It's going to take you four weeks by the time you get them in here till they're ready to pick, to harvest. So if you know you're going to harvest this in four weeks when you plant it, you wait two more weeks and you plant you some more lettuce to go in this same tub when you pull it out in 30 days. Two weeks, four weeks. Two weeks before I get to the end of this four weeks, I'm going to plant me some more lettuce because it's going to grow two weeks. I'm going to pull this out and I'm going to, the same day I'm going to plug it right back in. In four weeks, I'll have another crop here, so in two more weeks, I'm going to plant some more lettuce to go in this. You can put eight or nine to ten, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We have, uh, we probably only have four in that one. I had a boy to plant these two weeks ago just to hurry and get me one a going to come down here with. But yeah, you can plant six around the side and one in the middle is seven. will make you big heads in there. I've got buckets that's three years old. I'm still using the same soil. Now, let me tell you what happens as, you, as we put the old soil in that's not fully composted, six to nine months, but it's still in pieces. We put that in the bottom. Okay, as you're growing in there and it's got water down there, it's going to compost more and settle. And then you, next spring, you will add a little more soil on top of it, of your good soil on top. And after six months, then it'll be to compost a little bit more, and you'll add a little more on top. You get about a year and a half down into the row, it's not lo you're not losing much, but you'll still put just a little on top. Because when you pull your lettuce out, you're going to get the roots with a little bit of soil on it. So, and you break that off, you know, and put it back in your compost pile. And <clears throat> so, if you're doing that every 30 days, you're getting some of your soil out of the pot to make it go down a little bit. <coughs> Excuse me. There's no water in here. I don't guess is there? Yeah. <coughs> 
Thank you. But, uh, yeah, you'll, you'll retop it just a little bit. But uh, if you was to get a disease, I've never gotten any disease in it. I don't use any fungicides on it. And I'll back up and make it. If you do need to use some kind of fungicide, use hydrogen peroxide for organics. That's just about as safe as you get instead of buying some commercial fungicide. Just use hydrogen peroxide. You'll put about a, a tablespoon in a gallon of water. And that will help get rid of your diseases. But if you, as long as you don't have any diseases, you don't have to worry about any of that. Do you put that in the water that you water in the plants, or what would you do with that? I water it on top. Watered it on top now. I know I told you not to water from the top, but if you're going to doctor, then you got to, you know, go ahead and put it on top a little bit to get that. It, it'll be right up on top anyway. What kind of <coughs> things do you plant in containers like this besides lettuce? Spinach. Cabbage. The only thing about cabbage, you know, you, need, you just need one cabbage in this because the cabbage is going to get, I grew some cabbage this last spring that was 40 inches across from leaf to leaf. Now the head was only 14 inches across. But it was 40 inches from leaf to leaf. So one cabbage is all you can get in there. So I don't grow any cabbage in these. Uh, it just, and it takes so long that I, I can grow lettuce, you know. But if you're, if you're gardening for yourself, then naturally you don't want 40 buckets of lettuce, you know, you could you grow potatoes? Yes, you can. The question's asked can you grow potatoes in there? Okay, we grow sweet potatoes, we grow Irish potatoes in there. You just, uh, we just, the Irish potatoes, we just cut them in, you know, in about fours, and we'll put about uh, two, four, six, and about three in the middle, so about nine little cuts of potatoes in there. And the, the sweet potatoes, you know, we take the slips off of the sweet potato in a jar of water. You know, you can put that in a, You remember grandmother putting it in a jar of water sitting on the, on the sink, and on the cabinet? And those sweet potato vines will come out. You break them off and you put them in the ground. You can put you about four or five sweet potato vines in here. <clears throat> this will grow 15 feet each way. The, the vine will. But then when you dig those in the fall, you'll get 15 to 40 pounds of potatoes out of this bucket. Uh, I've got a I've got a volunteer man. It's just uh, he's about a year older than I am. He he's a retired minister, and he likes to come down and garden. So I give him two greenhouses to garden in. <clears throat> and it's nothing for him to get 28 to 30 pounds of sweet potatoes out of a bucket. Put it in your salad, the, the raw sweet potato vine. Okay. And the deer love it. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the deer love it too. Yes. <clears throat> but uh, yes. Since I'm not strictly organic, now I try to grow as close I can to organic. I do not use any uh, pesticides in my place. That's one thing we will not use is any kind of pesticides. The strongest thing we use for pests is Dawn dishwashing soap. That's the strongest thing we use. I mean, you know, they use it to wash the ducks and all and get in oil and everything. And so, but that's what we use is that blue Dawn dishwashing soap. Yes, we put orange oils in ours. We put alcohol, rubbing alcohol in there. Uh, we put uh, the hydrogen peroxide in there for the fungicide as we're spraying, you know. I figure if we're going to spray the leaves for the bugs, we might as well put some hydrogen peroxide and spray one time to get in on the leaves too. But yeah, you can put about a tablespoon of orange oil. You put about a tablespoon of, high, uh, <coughs> excuse me, of dish water Dawn in it. And like I say, we use the blue because that's not, uh, uh, there's not a fragrance in that blue, I think is. I think that's the original, is the blue one, what we and use. how much of the dawn One tablespoon. Beg your pardon? What's that recipe again? Use the tablespoon? One tablespoon of Dawn, one tablespoon of orange oil, about two tablespoons of rubbing alcohol that you can't grow in here. Marijuana. Yeah, you should not grow marijuana until they get legalized next year, I guess. But anyway, uh, we grow blueberry bushes. We grow blackberry bushes. We grow strawberries in here. We grow tomatoes. We grow peppers, uh, okra. <clears throat> now, blueberries you don't because it's a bush. Okay, blackberries. The question's asked, do you have to have any, any trellis is what, what we're asking. The trellis for the blueberries or blackberries to grow on. Blueberries are a bush, so they'll, they'll bush out by themselves, no problem. I have some at home that's uh, 
four years old and they're about this tall and they were just loaded with blueberries this year. And you, now you don't have to put those in the greenhouse. Those will live outside, okay? Um, now on tomatoes, beg your pardon? We're talking about container growing. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not talking about any kind of growing in the soil yet. We're strictly containers, okay? We even grow okra in this in this container. We'll put about eight or ten stalks of okra in there. We'll put about six stalks of corn in there. And I'll tell you a little funny about that little greenhouse over there. That volunteer man, he's, of course, he's got a house that's about five times that big at my house that he's using. But he grows, he'll grow about 30 stalks of corn every three to four weeks. And we eat corn from May We'll eat our last mess of corn Thanksgiving of this year for this year. I had, I had corn last Sabbath and last Sunday. I ate roast ears that he gave me. They're about that long and about that big around. You know, they're Where bodacious. Huh? Where do you live? I live in Kingston, Oklahoma. But we're, we don't invite people up for lunch. <laughs> Too many of you. I couldn't think. He didn't, he didn't give me that many corn. You give me about 12 at a time, yes. Now, okay, cool. We get seed potatoes in the spring. You know, there's seed potatoes. And we use those in the spring. But the rest of the time of year when we have potatoes that sprout a little bit, we just cut off of those and, and get the good eyes. You know, if it's got a bad spot, we'll cut it off and throw that away. But just cut it up into pieces. All it needs is just a little bit of meat and one eye, and that will make you a plant. It doesn't matter where those potatoes came from, like if they're russet or... <clears throat> Not really. Now, if, if they'll make sprouts in your refrigerator or in your potato box in your kitchen, if they make sprouts, they will grow potatoes. Okay? Now, if they don't sprout, they may have been treated with something that won't let them sprout. But if they'll sprout in your kitchen, they'll, they'll grow potatoes in that bucket. Yes. It does. <clears throat> now, all of ours in the wintertime are in the greenhouse. I'm not growing anything outside except the blueberries, the blackberries, and strawberries. I got most strawberries in a greenhouse. Remember, I have 55 greenhouses, so I got places I can put stuff in out of the weather. Um, on that recipe you were giving us, was that the two tablespoons? Was that per gallon? Per gallon of water, yes. And we'll go over that again after we get out of here so people can have this room. We have these in a greenhouse, but you're living where you do not have a greenhouse, but yet it's cold outside. How cold is it? Where do you, where do you live? Uh, Kyrgyzstan, Central Asia. Where? Kyrgyzstan. Central Asia. Oh, Central Asia. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I don't know anything about the weather over there. I can't tell you, but I'm sorry. I just haven't been there. <laughs> but <clears throat> you want to know how to protect something? In the greenhouse or in their house? No, in the house, remember, I mentioned there's three things the root has to have. The top of the plant has to have sunshine. That's the only thing. Uh, that lettuce has been in my trailer for three days, and it's already hurting because it hasn't had any sunshine in three days. Yes, or you could wrap some plastic around a porch maybe and set it out there where the sun can shine in from the south and warm that up a little bit, something like that to help. But you can... The, the grow lights, you could put grow lights over it, yes. Uh, I, I never use any grow lights in the house because I have too many greenhouses, but the question is asked, could you use grow lights? Yes, you can use grow lights over your plants in the house because there's lots of growers using lots of grow lights, but it's not really the legal kind. If you were to put a tree in... You could to keep from, uh, the bark from splitting from the excessive uh, freezing in the, in the trunk. You could. You could put... I'd use, I'd use burlap or something rather than plastic because plastic touching any leaves or anything or the limbs, it, it gets cold in, on that plastic. So I would first insulate it with burlap or a blanket or something like that and then put your plastic on. A lot of people do that in the wintertime outside on their palm trees and stuff like that that's in the ground even. Okay? You want to know about tomatoes? Uh-huh. Tomatoes? They're red and good to eat. <laughs> I'm just being smart. Oh, you didn't grow tomatoes. Yes. Okay. Uh, that's a good question. Okay. We grow tomatoes in here, Art. There's uh, 
Two tomato plants is about all you can get in this bucket right here. Two. Two. You can do two. Telling you two is all you can do. I do four. <laughs> but I do four in this. But let me tell you, but it's too much, really, if you're going to grow them upright. Unless you trim them to a single stalk and tie them up or something, you know. If you let them bush, actually one's all you need in here. That bush is going to get that big around. Are you putting a tomato cage in there as well? Okay, you can put a tomato cage around it. You can put, I, I have a lot of one-inch PVC that's excess around my place, you know, that, that I use a piece up here like into this and turn an elbow, put a piece up here and turn an elbow and put a little piece in the middle. So I have a trellis made out of one-inch PVC which is the cheapest thing I can get, remember? And then I tie a string, baler twine, crossways to hold this plant up in between this. I do that with the blackberries too. Somebody asked about the blackberries. I trellis those with that PVC. You can use a tomato cage, or you can put three stakes in here and, and tie wire or string around it, just something to keep it inside. I'm going to go another step with those tomatoes. What I do, I don't like to have to keep tying these tomato plants up. That's a lot of work. And I don't have time. That's the main thing. I don't have time to do seven or 800 of these buckets tying them up. So what I have done, I've taken 55-gallon uh, tubs. You know what the barrels are that stands about that tall? The big, You can get plastic ones or metal ones, either one. I bought me a bunch of those um, plastic ones, put them in a row down through the greenhouse, and I set this up on top of this bucket. So that makes it about that tall now. Remember, setting up on that barrel. And so I do the same thing. I put, I told you I put four tomatoes in. I put two here and two here. Because I've got it up this high. What I want it to do, I want it to hang over like a hanging basket that I don't have to tie up. So I do that with this row down through the middle of my house. Now, the first year I let them hang over this away. And guess what? They hit the ground before I wanted them to. So the next season, instead of letting it go this way, I made it go over this way and go down. So I gained about another 16, 18 inches before it hit the ground over here. These two go over there. These two go over there. And that's just solid cherry tomatoes all the way to the ground. But I'm still not happy because I want to use it taller and get it to grow longer before it hits the ground. So I have built some... Uh, it looks like a hunting blind, I guess. It's a big round circle up here. I put it nine feet in the air with four legs on it. And I'm going to set this bucket in that circle up there, and it's going to be nine feet to the top of this bucket. I'm still going to put the four tomato plants and let them hang over this away and see what happens for this, if they hit the ground this year or not. But that's where I'm headed to now with them. But, okay. I have a a little half inch black water line running along this row of buckets and there's a little drip tube hanging into each one of these that I turn the valve on one valve and water this whole row at the same time. And that's where I was, I, I got off it a while ago when I told you I had 40 of those buckets in one little house, four rows of tens. I've got a line going down each one of them and they all come over here to one valve. You know how long it takes me to water them 40 buckets in that house? I can turn it on in three minutes. They're running out. I can turn it off, and I'm gone for two weeks. Did you happen to mention where you get those particular buckets from? People that's feeding this, ranchers, they'll have these out there. You don't know any ranchers that have any cattle. Go to a local feed store wherever you live. Ask them what rancher in your area is feeding this liquid feed in these buckets because they're selling it by the semi-trailer loads of these ranchers. And so these ranchers have them scattered everywhere. And then contact the rancher and ask him if you can buy some of these. You can go on Craigslist sometime and you can see these advertised. Somebody will have 100 of them or 200 of them or something like that. <coughs> That's a 30-gallon. Yeah, this one's Vitalik is the brand on this one. See, there's, they come red. Huh? No, man, Yeah, there's different ones. There's some in red buckets, some in blue, some in black, some in green. There's about five or six colors you can get. Now, are we out of time or how are we doing on time? Does anybody know how we're doing? What time is it? 
We got 10 more minutes, right? 10 minutes, okay. Is that, is that bucket split on the side over there? Look on that side. Look around here. Here it is right here. Okay, set this up here. Yeah, we're going to set it up here for a minute. Okay. Let's go a little bit deeper on this bucket in case you have a bucket that somebody's already drilled some holes in the bottom. You know, most people, that's the first thing to do is drill a bunch of holes in the bottom of a bucket for, for, for drip. Well, it's runt for irrigation like we're talking about. Well, here's a bucket right here. Look here, split out the side. You think, well, that's no good because it won't hold water. So what you do, you take this empty bucket and take this clear, take this plastic. It can be clear or, or black or whatever. You need a pretty heavy grade. Now, you don't need just a trash can. Move this bucket? Okay, I'm sorry. Yes, sure can. <clears throat> See, this bucket is split, and it looks like it's runt. But if you'll line that bucket with plastic and then go ahead and do your same thing in there, it'll still hold water. Then drill your hole after the fact through that plastic, and you're still back in business with this lined in here, you know, with plastic, okay? You just have to get this plastic all the way in there so it'll hold water up there that deep is all you have to do. The hole in here? Yeah. It depends on what size your false floor you're using. If you're using, if you're using this, which is six inches, <clears throat> then your hole is at four inches because you have to have two inches of air. If you're using an eight-inch pipe, you can get five or six inches of water and two to three inches of air. If you're only using a four-inch pipe, this size pipe here, say, then you can only use about three inches of, of water or two inches of water and two inches of air. Now, here's the bad thing. If you're using a little pipe, you're going to have to water every week because it just holds that much water, and, and it won't last as long. But if I'm using this kind, and I've got this much water, which is more water, I can go close to two weeks. Okay, so I've been container gardening. Okay. And now that I see this, uh -huh. can I, how do I take what I've done and do this? What have you got? What are you growing in in containers? What are you doing? Um, I've got um, peppers. No, I mean, what kind of container are you using? Oh, it was stuff that I had bought at a store. You know, it wasn't... Um, this big? Nothing, but they're about that big. About this big. Have you got holes in the bottom of them? The holes in the bottom. Dump them out, line them with this plastic, and put, put your false floor in there, and then put your cloth or whatever you're going to keep your soil separated from your water... And right back in there and go right on. It, it's just like this bucket here. This bucket's not runt. You know, even though you've got holes in the bottom, you can reline it with plastic. Can I have okay, question. I got another question. So <clears throat> the black lining that you put in, why why not have it all the way up? Because right now the way you have it to the it's, edge, it's getting in around the side. Dirt is getting around the side, soil is getting in that can seep down, right? So, okay. The question has been asked, why do I use a small piece? Why do I use a small piece and not come all the way to the top? Because whoop, it's leaking. Yeah. He's worried about some of this soil might get over behind this cloth, you know, on the outside of it. Good question, and he's right. <clears throat> if I'm doing these by the thousand, I don't have time to get it up here and fill it plumb full and then trim it around here neat. If you're only doing a few, by all means, you know, bring this cloth up here, fill it full, and then trim it off and, and do so your... So there is no your, harm in having no, soil go no, down? No, no, It's not going anywhere. I mean, it's, as far as it's going, it's not going all the way to the bottom. Okay. So... And then one other question. I'm just not a neat freak. I'm sorry. I'm just not a neat freak. Okay, you can go in my greenhouses that, that does not have container gardening in it, and there's weeds this tall, there's mamuda grass taking the place, and I just don't have the time to fight that bermuda grass. It's, it's hard to fight grass in your garden outside. It even grows faster in a greenhouse than it does out in the garden. How many of you have a garden right now that doesn't have any grass in it? Come on now, everybody's got a garden without any grass in it, surely. One lady says she does, but I'm serious. It just takes over. You can keep it, you can have it clean. It can come a rain 
and you can't get back out there for three or four days, and guess what? By the time you can get in that garden, that grass is up there again. Good point. He, he, okay. <clears throat> we have just started putting tables up for these buckets. I'm putting two new greenhouses up for the Choctaw Indians in Duran, Oklahoma. Their folks, it's for the senior citizen department, and they want it where these people can garden standing up because they can't get over to the ground. And I understood. So what we did, we built them some two-foot tables, two-foot wide, 12-foot long. We put, I think it's five buckets or six on each one. Or I guess it's six buckets on each one. But we've made them rows down through their greenhouse now with this bucket setting up here at this height right here. And they're going to stand up and garden their lettuce and so forth. Now, the only thing about putting it up this high and garden tomatoes, your tomatoes are going to be up there pretty tall. That's the only thing. You know, you kind of want them to start on the ground. You got to have a little bit of, use a little bit of common sense about some of this. Would you say five gallons is about the smallest you want to go when you're doing this? <clears throat> okay, the question was asked, is this is about as small as you'd want to go? Yes, this is a five-gallon container. Um... I'm going to stop at this point. I'm going to write down this, this uh, YouTube uh, address. It's MHP Gardener. That's Mobile Home Park. MHP Gardener is all you got to put in. MHP Gardener. Go on YouTube and Google that in, and you'll see all his videos over here. Videos over here. His name is Bobby. He's not an Adventist, but he's a good Christian boy. He grows all this food and gives it away. I love watching him. You know about him? Oh, somebody did. Okay. <clears throat> Most of these things you see on YouTube, they'll show you how to build this bucket right here, and that's as far as they go. They never show you anything growing in it. Bobby's different. He'll grow something one way, and he's going to show you how it grows the plants, and then he will tell you every secret he knows about how to grow it. So that's one website you want to keep, or whatever site, where that YouTube on there is. MHP Gardener. That's what I do at night. I never watch TV except for the news. But I study every time, as soon as I get in at night, you know, 7 or 8 o'clock at night, I study on there until bedtime. Don't watch TV. Did you say you did, uh, about the fertilizer? Are you using any fertilizer or anything Okay, yeah, I'm sorry I got off on that. But if, if I was organic, I'd have to use some kind of organic, you know, fertilizer, either turkey uh, feather fertilizer or some organic uh, azomite. <clears throat> that's a, that's a, a rock fossil, a rock uh Crushed rock that you can get out of Salt Lake City, Utah is azomite, A-Z-O-M-I-T-E. That's a good organic. You can use um, um, seaweed. You can get uh, sea mineral. That's another one you can get is sea mineral. Uh, you can get rock phosphate. Now, this is all organic for you. Now, Bobby's going to show you how to grow lettuce on a way that I'm showing you right here, and you can get that. You can get that off of his website, so I'm not going to spend the time telling you how to mix that because you can get that off of Bobby's website. He goes through it in detail, and you won't miss it. He's, making, He's making a liquid, pouring it in there, and using it as a constant feed. Got a question, okay? Okay, so going back to this, um, so I have my, my fake floor 6-inch uh -huh. PVC. Right. How do I know that I've put 4 inches of water in it? Because that's what you say, you put you put the water, right? I've got a drain hole. It can't get any fuller than that right there. Okay, so that's, that's it's going to excess. If it rains, and if you leave it outside and it rains six inches, it's still, it'll wet, okay. it'll rain, but it'll all excess the flow out of there. It still has got four inches. Right. So you can't so flood your bucket if right. you've got that one hole in there. So when watering, that's your key. That's, that's your, the key. That's when it runs out of that, that's all you can do. That's, that's it. That's it. I, I have a question. Okay. <clears throat> get this strong gentleman and one more just like him and... Here we go. <clears throat> you can use a two-wheeler to move it, you know, is another way. If you've got it on concrete, you can buy these little uh, dollies that has four wheels on them. It's, at, uh, I don't know, they're $11 a piece for those. Grow it on that. You can move it anywhere in the sun or out in the shade. going to get cold. You can move it in the garage. Okay, we're back to this bucket. <laughs> I'm going to jump in now, but I'm hurrying to get out of here too. This is this lady's bucket right here. Yes, you can grow a tomato plant in that. You're going to have to use smaller containers in here now or something to make your false floor. I've used some of these. I don't have good results. 
it's a little bit. Now, for lettuce, it's fine. Or spinach or something like that. You can grow, you know, three lettuce, three sets of spinach in here, and you're fine. But a tomato plant, there's some people doing it. We didn't experiment at Noble Foundation. That's a, you need to go to uh, noblefoundation.com, and you'll get a lot of good. Uh, that's, that's in Ardmore, Oklahoma. But it's all over the YouTube. Matter of fact, he's even got me on there putting up a greenhouse. It's Noble Foundation, N-O-B-L-E Foundation in Ardmore, Oklahoma. But you can Google that. Now, you can grow strawberries in these. Yes, you can. Yeah, you can put four plants in here. You can even drill holes in here and put them right here if you want to. Herbs, you can grow herbs in here. And you can grow a pepper in here. This grows a beautiful pepper. One pepper plant in the middle, it's fine. You know, you're going to put something in the bottom to, to give you a false floor to get your water drain in there. Uh, that can be figured out. Okay, it's better to grow some of them in a little container, you know, and start them and get them up a little ways and then transplant them into that. It's no, no law says you have to do it. You can do it putting it direct. But you're going to sit there six weeks on a pepper plant to get it ready to go in that bucket. So you're wasting that six months of six weeks of growing that you could grow uh, crop and a half of lettuce in there while you're waiting on that pepper to get ready. It's just uh, using it more efficient. Okay. You were saying earlier you could use the metal cans or tin cans in there. Uh-huh. Would that get real rusty water? They're going to rust. They're going to rust, yes. It might. I don't, use, I don't use them much. I know people that do use them, and they get by with it, but they do rust. Uh, and I've got people that frown on me using plastic down there. Because that plastic's not safe. So, you know, whether you're up here or down here, you've got to make that own decision and use whatever's safe for you. Uh, this day and time we live in, it, you know, everything is, is harmful to us. I mean, it's just uh, the only thing, you know, anything it's good for you doesn't taste good. And anything that tastes good is not good for you. So, I mean, that's where we're at. But anyway. And that's the reason I still haven't learned to like cardboard very much, but I, I do eat a little of it. I'm going to show you this bucket. This is not what I was brought here to show you. Deep fried cardboard tastes just fine. What's that? You said you didn't like cardboard. Yep. Deep fried cardboard Deep, it does. tastes fine. What kind of salad dressing you put on it? Anything okay. <clears throat> Guess what I got in this bucket? Water. Pure water with a little fertilizer in it. Okay, I grew this little lettuce plant over here in a bucket of rocks. Planted that seed. It came up and it got about this tall. We dug it out two weeks ago this last Sunday. Dug it out of the rock. We put it in this little pot right here. This is, a high, this is called hydroponics. Now, I'm not supposed to be doing this here, but I got approval to show you this. Because this is the new way of growing that for lettuce and spinach and stuff like this. Bobby's going to show you this on his, that MPH gardener. You're going to learn how to do this real well on ours, so I'm not going to spend much time. But anyway, <clears throat> this was put in there with some little rocks put around it two weeks ago this, this last Sunday. So it's now 14, 17 days, 18 days old from a little teeny plant. In two more weeks, that'll be ready to harvest, take it out of there, Eat your lettuce and put you another one of these little plugs right back in there. But this is this water standing up to about right here, about halfway on this. This plant will send down roots into the water, the amount of roots it wants in there, and it'll send roots out here that gets the air. Just go to Bobby's websites and you'll learn more of this. I'm not I'm not promoting him. He's, I don't get paid for that. I'm just saying I don't even get paid for this, but I'm just saying you can do this. <laughs> with a couple of little buckets that you don't even drill a hole in. All you do is drill a hole in the lid and set it down on there and grow this. This is the simplest way to grow your lettuce, your greens. What is Bobby's website? Uh, MHP Gardener. Okay, okay good question. All right, I've got this lettuce up here. You can get up and look and see this lettuce is, when you start out, this lettuce is the same age as this lettuce here. Two weeks ago Sunday, we planted it. She wants to know, is that lettuce finished now if she picks it? It's the way you harvest it. <clears throat> if you pull the roots and all up, that's it. You know, you cut the lettuce off and throw the roots away. If you go in there and cut it right above the 
first note or two right above the ground, if you just cut it off with the knife, pick the outside leaves and take it, it'll come right back and make you another head. If you'll just take the outside leaves, just start picking them at the bottom and keep coming up every time you need a little lettuce on your veggie sandwich or something, then it just keeps growing in the top until it turns to, uh, makes a head this spring. It'll, you know, it'll turn to seed, but it'll, it'll just keep making you lettuce. It'll get this tall. You just keep picking the leaves off of it. But we, th- we still think it's better to just take that plant out completely, get your lettuce off of it, and have your other one ready to stick back in and let a fresh one start again. But that no law says you have to do that. You can harvest that lettuce right there. Is it worth your time? Is it worth that time? Let's get out of here, somebody. Okay. This media was brought to you by Audioverse, a website dedicated to spreading God's Word through free sermon audio and much more. If you would like to know more about Audioverse, or if you would like to listen to more sermons, please visit www.audioverse.org.